This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Todd Feeney, some football Thursday style. Total request Thursday style at that. couple of tidbits for you. Let's see. Doug Peterson saying that Trevor Lawrence left knee sprains, feeling better, going to do a little pregame stuff, and everything goes fine there. He's going to start tonight against the New Orleans Saints. And when I turn the TV on, Bob, I'm expecting to see Trevor Lawrence with a knee brace on and playing. We'll get to the slate of games coming up next segment, but you can hear it on the fan. Jacksonville at New Orleans. New Orleans, two-and-a-half-point favorites in that one. Speaking of quarterbacks, Josh Allen, he's dealing with some issues himself as it is a physical sport, this football there. It's his shoulder, and he says he's ready to rock and roll, go to practice in some capacity today, according to Sean McDermott. Josh Allen basically said yesterday, nothing to see here. Please disperse. I'm ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I mean, he he plays a physical style game. I mean, that's his game that he plays, and he's going to take his hits. And you know what? Kind of like a running back. Um, they need a few days in that ice tub after the games. Oh, speaking of tonight's game, real quick, I forgot this one. Jamal Williams looked like he's going to play for New Orleans tonight, the running back. Oh. Former Packer, former Lion, yeah. dealing with a hammy. Looks like he's going to be going this week against the Jacksonville Ball Club. But here's big news, potentially, I guess. Deshaun Watson is practicing today. Him and Amari Cooper. Yeah, Cooper was big last week, you know, against the Niners. I mean, he made some nice plays. But, I mean, if they can get Watson back healthy and playing, you know, decently, that's going to be a dangerous football team. If he's healthy. If. I mean, he's got that micro tear with the rotator cuff. And, you know, this is a guy that yesterday said he has no idea when he's going to be back. Maybe he's taking some internal heat to get back there on the practice field. The media, every place he goes, when are you playing? When are you playing? You know, you're wasting this great defense. But wasn't the story the week of the Ravens game where he told everybody, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. And then the the day of the game, I'm out. Yeah. That, that, probably didn't go because you know when they walk in i'm sure saturday night team meeting he's probably telling yeah i'm playing on playing and you know and then you know he goes out pregame now i can't play and then all of a sudden you know the rookie has got to come in and try to do a job and they got to try to win it defensively you know i'm sure to i'm sure bob the defensive players were running hot and let's not forget they're coming off a bye too are the cleveland browns yep it's video no they're coming off a bye no, they beat San Fran. Pittsburgh's coming off the bites. Vidian Haney, 105.7 The Fed. It's a little NFL lunch fun for you. Let's get to Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Lions, who's a likable guy. 
it seems, and he made an impact doing a hard knocks, and they became a winning team last year. Now they're a playoff team in 2023, but they're undefeated on the road. So, Dan Campbell, how's that happening so far? There's a confidence about it, and you have anticipation. There's a, you know, you look forward to it. That's kind of where we're at. I think that going on the road, and it's just you against them, their crowd, the I think we, we kind of thrive off of that, and I think that's a mindset. Oh, it's definitely a mindset, and it's best, definitely about confidence. You know, I mean, when you walk into that stadium, because the confidence, you, you got to be like kind of arrogant when you walk into that stadium and say, you know, let's quiet, you know, let's let's keep them quiet the, rest, the whole game. Well, that was Roquan Smith in Cleveland a couple yeah, of weeks yeah. ago. No doubt. We're going to go out there and spank you in front of your wife, your kids, and all your friends. And they kind of did that defensively against the Browns. But Dan Campbell also knows that John Harbaugh has accomplished a lot of things as a coach that he's striving to accomplish. And because of that, Dan Campbell has nothing but respect for Harbs. This is a good defense, but what's new? We've been playing really good defenses. I mean, I feel like every week uh, we're getting tested here and um, – this is the next one. You know, Coach Harbaugh's done an unbelievable job for a long period of time here. Got a, a ton of respect for, for what he does. This team is always, his teams are always physical and disciplined. And at both sides of the ball, all three phases, um, they don't make mistakes, you know. And they're the, still that same team. They're just a little bit different in some areas, you know. I would think that Dan Campbell probably likes Harbs because he coaches same style. Tough physical, you know, football. So I'm I'm guessing he likes that part. I guess they're different in some areas to the fact that they're not when they were there last the last time, you know, G Row was running the show and now they're spreading people out and doing, you know, things differently offensively. But to the discipline part and the not making mistakes part they had a lot of penalties. They're thirtieth, the Ravens are. In penalties. Yeah. Yardage. By the way, Detroit's near the bottom, too. But the Ravens have a negative turnover differential. So, it sounds like they make mistakes. And the discipline isn't all that uh, as tight as it should be. No. At least that. We're six games in. Things could change, right, No. Yeah. They are uh, getting way too many penalties. And then we're hearing... Like on the defensive side, remember Melissa was saying that she talked to Roquan and they talk about how great their communication is. And then on the offense, Lamar talks about basically the opposite, how bad their communication is. It, but wasn't that supposed to be um, – was one of the main things with Greg Roman. It took him forever to get the plays in. Yeah. And they were always up against it with the play clock. Why are they not communicating well? Well, maybe Lamar, there's some Lamar's interference the down at MT Bank Stadium right, or something. Right. Yeah, because Lamar's the one making the calls. Lamar Jackson, speaking of him, this is a guy that runs the football as well as any quarterback that's ever played this game, if not better. And right now, stats say he's the greatest of all time, and he's headed towards another 1,000-yard rushing season. Dan Campbell, very much aware of that one, right, Dad? That's just average for Lamar, right? I mean, that's all. He's just on pace to – yeah, believe me, he's still dangerous. All right, I'm not – I'm just saying they're, they're not – that run game is not what it was. I'm not saying they don't still he, – he, believe me, he's still dangerous. He, he is very dangerous. Yeah, it's just a different style of what they do. Plenty of – there is some carryover, but, but there is a little different uh, facade to it. 
Yeah, there, there is some some carryover, but Lamar's making more of his runs, Bob, from the scrambling part is more so. And, and they're trying to spread people out, the Ravens, trying to spread people out and give him, you know, more space to run in. Whereas Giro, I mean, they had everybody compact in there and he was reading, you know, kind of option ball. Lamar right now, 327 yards through six games. So if we go, hey, he's pushing 1,000, perhaps. Ravens are still in the top five as a rushing team. But as Dan Campbell said, Vinny, they're not doing it the way they've done in years going by when they were the greatest team running the football in the history of the NFL. Yeah, they were they were pretty much a dominant run team. But, Bob, they had to be because they couldn't throw the ball. So, I mean, if you, if you stop their run game, then you stop the Ravens because they had no idea how to throw it. Now, Jadavian Clowney, as we get to the defense for the Ravens, he's been impactful, and it's not like he's been around for six months and went through all the offseason stuff to get acclimated to his new team, but his presence is felt. So how's that make you feel? It's just a good group. I mean, it kind of, I don't know, man. It's just a, I just feel like the guys in the locker room, we kind of, off each other and they've been through some of the stuff I've been through some of the guys and just enjoying myself here kind of like Bob happy wife happy life it's like they're they're his wives you know he's just happy he likes going to work likes the guys he's with likes the guys he's playing with probably likes winning games and coming to Baltimore, where you were rivals with the Ravens on a couple of occasions, Jadavian Clowney, how's that energizing feeling for you? I want to show these guys I still got uh, talent left and uh, a lot of game left. And uh, me coming here, being a part of this group, man, they just bringing the best out of me. Like like I say, the work has come easy when you're enjoying it. It's like you can tell everybody out here enjoying coming to work every day, like I said, and it's rubbing off on me. And I just keep keep having fun. Yeah, and it shows. I mean, you look at because we keep talking about body language. Look at his body language. You know, he is he is having fun, and I think the guy, you know, that probably keeps him going is Roquan. I think Roquan is that guy. You know, he makes it fun for everybody, keeps everybody energized, and keeps everybody excited. And it's fun to watch with Clowney because his talent is showing. So in his fifteenth. Second only to Vinny Testaverde for uh, top picks in the draft and how many teams they played for. And finally, Jadavid Clowney, John Harbaugh said that you were always a Raven. You just didn't know it yet and literally weren't. You agreeing with the old Harbsy there? Like I said, when I got here, I was like, man, this team is – I'd be excited to pull up for work, you know. I'd be excited to be out here to practice, just just being here with the guys. and It's starting to show, you know what I mean, like – your play, show up how you practice and stuff. And I love going to practice with this group. Everybody bring that energy every day, and it's it's a rub off on you. It's contagious, and uh, it's it's paying off for me. What's he think about Cleveland? You know, I mean, how bad was it in Cleveland? I mean, it seems like it's better there now. But yeah, I mean, if you if you enjoy going to work, you know, going and lifting the extra weights that you got to lift, going and watching extra you know like if you're not having fun bob i mean as soon as practice is over i'm out of here you know no I, you know what hey i'm gonna get some more weights and you know i'm gonna live watch some more film you know i mean that's when you're enjoying it 
that that's what happened. Apparently last year he wasn't having fun. He was crying about the the other guy getting all the attention. Yeah. Miles Garrett. Now here he is in Baltimore, and because of injuries and maybe ineffectiveness, he's kind of the guy for Baltimore so far in 2023. We'll come back look at the slate of games for Week Seven, which starts tonight. New Orleans hosting Jacksonville, a game you can hear. On 105.7 The Fan. And then we'll talk real and fantasy football with Mike Harmon from Fox Sports Radio. And then it's Nolan McGraw, a trip to his fun house, inside access coming up at 2. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Benny and Haiti, put your headphones in and ignore your co-workers. 105.7 The Fan. Benny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Ah, Pink Floyd. You feeling it all? Feeling like something. A, uh, look, you look like a guy that could be vibing with a little Floyd sitting back with the strobe light on <laughs> uh, there in White Marsh. Poking your head out your window, make sure your car is cool. How many times are you going to do that tonight? Ugh. I don't want to think about it. Got doubleheader baseball. Take your mind off things. Yeah, before we get to the phones in week seven's NFL schedule. Phillies and Diamondbacks, game three. Out in Arizona, Suarez against Fought. Philadelphia trying to take a man, uh, take a commanding three games to nothing lead. Phillies have 19 home runs so far during the playoffs. Diamondbacks, I guess they're just happy to be here. You don't want to get swept. You don't want to go away quietly. So I'm guessing they'll put up some resistance. It just might not be good enough. And the Astros got back into it last night, beating the Rangers on the road. Max Scherzer got pounded. Josh Young hit two home runs. Wasn't enough. As Houston still trails two games to one, Urquidy against Heaney. We've got all this on the bet, right? Our sister station, AM 1300, the bet. Both games on the bet, Thursday night football on the fan. There we go. We got you covered with sports, everybody. We'll get to the schedule. NFL, due time. Let's get out to the phones, however. It's video at Haiti 1057, the fan. Let's go to Robert in Towson. Robert, what is up? How's it going, guys? Hey, good, Robert. Robert. Good, good. Um, I think the biggest test for the Ravens this weekend will be Jared Goff. And I know people would be like, well, they traded him, you know, scrap heap, that whole sort of thing. But if you look at how he's playing, he by far will be the biggest test for the Ravens. They've played against Minshew, a rookie making his first start on the road, um, some guy named Dorian, 
and I just it's not an impressive cast of guys. But when you look at Goff and that O line, I think PFF has them now as like the second or third best O line. I think it's going to be a really really tough task. And I know the Ravens' pass defense up until this point is like number one, only allowing like 162 yards. But um, I think if you look at the game that they played in Tampa, Goff slung it around. And um, I think that's going to be the biggest test, and I think it'll really come down to who takes care of the ball the best. But would love to know your thoughts, guys. Yeah, well, Robert. Well, you know you. what's interesting about that is, is because of the lack of running backs that Detroit has. I mean, because in rush attempts, they're fourth in the league, fourth most rush attempts in the league. They want to run the football, you know. But last week in Tampa, like like caller mentioned. They only ran it 22 times and didn't get squat, and they threw it 44. So, I mean, they doubled the amount of times that they passed it. So I think that's what's going to happen again. Because if I'm attacking, Bob, I mean, we've seen the Ravens a ton. And if you were playing against them, you know, do you want to run the ball or do you want to throw the ball? Well, what are they, number one run defensive football right now? Or uh, the, top five, Detroit's yeah, yeah, number one. Detroit's yeah. one, yeah. And the uh, Ravens actually are... Number three against the pass and seven against the rush. But like people have said, they haven't faced any quarterbacks as of yet. So, yeah, Van Noy said it himself yeah. a couple of days so ago. So, we're going to see about that pass defense because I still don't know, you know, if, in man coverage, who's going to cover St. Brown. Yeah, but who is it? My uh, I don't, the, no, I don't know. Rock, they got one. Rock your sin? No. Uh, I mean,. Who is it? If it's Marlon, Marlon can't keep up with this guy. No. And then you got Reynolds, who's going to wreak some havoc. Jamison Williams. He can go. He yeah. can fly. You know, so, yeah, they, the, the key is they got to get pressure on golf. Who's been sacked 10 times this year. Well, that that's because, yeah, Bob, he refuses. He's like Brady. Brady didn't get sacked a lot because he throws it away. To Robert's point, Jared Goff just named NFC Offensive Player of the Week. He's got a quarterback rating of 105.1. He's completed almost 70% of his passes, 11 touchdowns, only three picks. And he did seem like he was a scrap heap guy. His first year in Detroit, when they were in the midst of reload, rebuilding, I guess is what it is, he wasn't that good. Then he got really good last year and was excellent at times. This year's been consistent. He's He started a Super Bowl. He's played in multiple playoff games. So he's got experience playing in these sorts of situations. So I don't think he's going to be looking around going, oh, they're inducting Terrell Suggs into the ring of honor. I think if Terrell Suggs was in his prime and coming around the corner wearing number 55, he'd probably be a little more concerned. But my point is I don't think M&T Bank worries him at all or any venue no, they play. Like you, they said earlier, Bob, they're 3-0 and on the road. So no. And um, I'm sure that environment last week wasn't – there was a lot of Detroit fans there, let me just say that. Um, so, no, I don't think he's going to be intimidated one bit. And then when he watches the film, I'll bet you he's probably kind of looking forward to this game defensively. It's a challenge because of their, their numbers, but when he's watching a film, he probably is seeing things that, yeah, I can take advantage of these kind of things. All right, schedule for Week 7 starts tonight. Jacksonville at New Orleans spreads two and a half. We'll do our pick before we get out of here for tonight's game as I've got some catching up to do. Looks like Trevor Lawrence will, in fact, play. Looks like Jamal Williams will play for the Saints. Uh, let's see. Raiders at Bears. All right, whatever. Vegas minus three. I mean, the Raiders are three and three, so they're kind of in the thing. 
Uh, no Justin Fields. No. For Chicago. The uh, arm wrestler, Shepard, <laughs> from Shepard College. Nice. Uh, Browns at Colts. Will it be Deshaun Watson? He's at practice today. Cleveland minus two and a half. Bills at New England. Buffalo minus eight and a half there. Patriots are terrible. One and five, oh, and three at home. Washington's at the Giants. Washington's two and a half point favorites. Old Chuck's uh, Sapienza is worried about this game. I'm, I'm going to say it right now. I think Washington wins. If not, I'm yelling at people. And I don't even care about the commander. Yeah. And, well, hey, Bob, if Washington's defense with all those number one picks, if they're, they're, they are who they think they are, they need to show up. Yeah, Sam Howell's been sacked 34 times and still has a quarterback rating over 90. No Jones, right? Jones isn't played in this, is he? Or is he going to? Jones, I don't think he's triumphant he, return. He has not been able to practice with contact. So I'm guessing that would probably lean towards not. Uh, Atlanta at Tampa. Buccaneers minus two and a half. Interesting NFC South game there. Pittsburgh's at the Rams. Rams minus three. Steelers coming off the bye. Cardinals at the Seahawks. Seattle minus eight. You got Green Bay's at Denver. Pack minus one. Chargers at the Chefs. Kansas City minus five and a half. Dolphins at Eagles. It's Tua versus Hurts. Two college buddies reuniting. Philly minus two and a half. And then Monday night, San Francisco at Minnesota. 49ers might have everybody back. To be determined, they're favored by seven. Cincy, Dallas, Tennessee, the Jets, Panthers, Texans all have buys this week. Yeah, there's like the the Ravens game, Bob, is probably one of the two marquee games. You got two first place teams. Yep. So based on achieved status, yes. And then I guess it's got to be Dolphins and Eagles, right. right? Those are the two marquee games in my mind. And, and, Bob, because when you look at it, in a lot of people's opinions and mine, Phil, uh, Detroit's the number one team in the a- NFC. Yeah. You they know? were number one in a lot of overall. Yeah. You're exactly right. Power rankings yeah. this week. So, I mean, that's 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 quite a challenge. And then Philly's got a great defense. So, it's going to be interesting to see how Miami's offense travels up to Philly because they get after the quarterback pretty good. Uh, no Terps this week as they have a bye, but we on 105.7 The Fan, we have Penn State, Ohio State, Sunday, or Saturday, I should say, at noon, two undefeated top 10 teams, yep. getting it on Big Ten fun. So if you want to listen to that one, we've got it for you here on The Fan. We'll come back. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, will be joining us. We'll talk real and fantasy football with him, who's the daily fantasy plays, and who's going to win you some money over the weekend. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. NCAA, get it all right here. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Total request Thursday. Pick the songs, we'll play them. Get your votes in. Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up in about 15 minutes or so. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. Week 7, NFL season starts tonight. 
as we talked about with Jacksonville at New Orleans. You can hear the game here on 105.7 The Fed. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrano. Let's welcome in on the WGK Law guest hotline. Talk real and fantasy football with Mike Harmon. Mike, what is up? Oh, another beautiful day with a paint-drying matchup ahead of us. So it's all good things. You know, C.J. Beathard possibly uh, uh, against uh, whatever you think Derek Carr is. Great. Good well, for business. Hey, apparently, though, Trevor Lawrence is going to take the man pill and uh, might play tonight. How about that? Yeah, he's going to give it the old college try. He was running around with one of those uh, Barry Bonds-like braces on his leg uh, the other day. So uh, we'll see. Uh, I, I'm hopeful, right, because that's good news for fantasy owners of ETN and all. But, uh, yeah, this is one. What is it? The over-under is at 40. That might be a tall task tonight. Well, as long as the college try isn't like Bill Self, but we'll talk about that another time. Detroit. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> yeah, look at, oh, my reputation's damaged. There they are, ranked number one in the preseason, whatever. But uh, Jared Goff, he's coming to Baltimore this Sunday. Quarterback rating of 105.1. And, you know, you're based out there with the beautiful people in L.A. And he was traded away for Stafford. We know the backstory. They won a Super Bowl. He got them there a few years ago. What did you think of Goff when he left L.A.? And how how much has he rehabilitated himself if he needed to in your eyes now in Detroit? I think part of what happened with him, bad O-line, I mean, they made a lot of changes, right? Spent a lot of money changing things up and, and when they ousted him. And I wonder if they'd done some of those upgrades, whether it had been better for him. But as we know, when you're the number one overall pick, great responsibility. Look how Stafford's reputation changes by going and getting linked up with McVay. He was everybody's favorite quarterback. If you talk to Aaron Rodgers and a lot of the uh, the top pros, that was always the guy that they wanted to go sit and watch the highlights or watch their possessions. Yet in the media and in fandom, he was the worst thing in the world. He goes to the Rams. He's a hero. Jared Goff emerging with a little bit of that same idea in Detroit. You've got a, a good system, a good OC um, run game be curious with this one with no montgomery what that means for how they can run their offense with ben johnson there but for jared goff i always i always thought he was a good quarterback i i I didn't hate him like he was betrayed by jeff fisher and terrible coaching uh and that stink stayed on him now in regards to reputations being ruined well deshaun watson off the field yes what's Uh his reputation on the field now he's practicing he's going to try to throw He's missed the last two games. We all know the financial investment that the Browns made into him. Where is he right now as a football player? Uh, Mid at best. And I think if you got Haslam and the brass together privately, they'd probably tell you what a terrible mistake it was to commit all that money. Uh, he's, He's shown glimpses here and there, but I mean, PJ Walker went and got you a win. I mean, with that defense, you should expect greater things. You should expect uh, them to be able to take advantage of what the defense affords them. And Amari Cooper should be that big, that much bigger an option. And he hasn't been with with Watson on the field right now. So whatever this injury is, and you know he's got to do damage control uh, in that organization. He could say it all he wants. It, it crept out with Stefanski, more or less calling him out on his toughness a couple of weeks ago. Right? Hey, he's medically cleared, but. You know, he didn't think he could go. That's not, that's not what you want to hear uh, about your quarterback that you paid all that guaranteed money. So if things are fine in the building, great. 
he's got a lot to do. Because even if he plays well, if he's not a top five quarterback, the transgressions off the field will always outweigh anything he does on it. Hey, Mike, what are the beautiful people out there saying about uh, SC last weekend? Well, burn it down. It's all gone to hell. (laughs) I mean, look, and and it was problematic. If you watched them leading up to that game, a lot of near misses. The defense is terrible no matter what spin they try to sell. And and clearly, you know, you, you, you coach to the game, right? Notre Dame didn't need to open it up and try to obliterate them. They shot themselves in the foot and gave them, you know, great field position to just punch it in time and time again. Then it becomes a, all right, we're managing because you also have other big games to play. You're not going to open the bag fully if you're bludgeoning a team. Uh, from the offensive side, I saw a stat from uh, Pro Football Focus, and, you know, I always take those with a grain of salt, but talking about how much uh, Williams this year struggling under pressure and, and all of these things and, you know, trying to hit the home run each and every time. And some of them are there, and, well, sometimes they're not. And you saw them try to press this last week. They've got a horrible schedule coming up. right? They're, they're, oh, yeah, they may lose three. Right, I mean, they could lose three, four. I mean, if you really want to go far, I mean, I, I don't know what a couple of the offenses that they'll face aren't, aren't juggernauts, but their defenses are pretty good. I mean, you could finish with five losses when it's all said and done. And anybody that's trying to pitch this whole, hey, Lincoln Riley and him, you can keep Lincoln Riley. Even the, the fans in Chicago aren't dumb enough to fall for that. <laughs> hey, uh, Mike, who were the must plays this weekend? <laughs> uh, I think we just punt on the whole thing. It's a bunch of unders just like last week. We've got multiple games. Uh, I, I count five games where the over-under is 40 or less. Good luck finding fantasy options this week. See, I think, the, I think the Ravens game, I think it's going to be over, Mike. So does Bob. Uh-huh. Hey? Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's 43, so it's already depressed, though. I mean, that that's not – if you were to come in before the season, I think you would have expected that one floating out about 46, 47, uh, given all the upgrades both teams made offensively. And now we're, we're slowing down, perhaps because the Ravens didn't get the stick that I sent them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the uh, Detroit Lions without Montgomery. But, yeah, I mean, there, there's opportunity there. And certainly Lamar is one of our top five options for the week. I don't think i go anywhere near Jared Goff uh, against the, the Ravens. Uh, I think they'll move the ball. But scoring defense against quarterbacks has been fantastic thus far from the fantasy perspective. So he's on the outs for me. Uh, when we start looking at sleeper options, uh, Sam Howell against the Giants, maybe they had their Super Bowl against Buffalo uh, last week defensively, uh, and he's starting to spread the ball around. Curtis Samuel popping up on the radar now uh, for tonight's game. Even if Lawrence is cleared, I can't go anywhere near it uh, against New Orleans, nor can I go the other way. So pretty much it's play the running backs, Camara and uh, ETN, and then it's a lot of wishing and hoping uh, beyond that. Uh, as we go deeper into the running back position, as I look at my handy-dandy list, uh, Kenneth Walker the third uh, tops the list. We've got some Brian Robinson action going up against those same Giants, so we get him in. Josh Jacobs should have an opportunity against the Bears, as should Devontae Adams. You know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Here's the problem. Who the hell's throwing him the football, fellas? Uh, we got problems. Uh, A.J. Brown, four straight of 125-plus. Let's make it five. Cooper Cup going up against Pittsburgh. The Rams, look at the Rams' schedule. All of a sudden, the team that coming into the year is Stafford healthy, is how long is Cooper Cup out, whatever. All of a sudden, you're like, 
hey, they could really be interesting before this is all done, even though Kyron Williams is out, uh, which means Zach Evans pops up against the Steelers. Seventh most fantasy points allowed to running backs, fellas. So there is one of your ninjas of the week if you want to get crazy. And because I am a sadistic individual, uh, I have to start Tyson Bagent in my fantasy league, uh, one of these two quarterback nonsensical leagues with deep benches and all. But get this. When asked about Tyson Bajan and his his style, DJ Moore goes, I, I, I haven't played with him enough. I would guess he is um, Bajan-esque. Huh. I was just going to ask you that, too, about DJ Moore with the quarterback issues, yeah. let's just say, being polite, Mike, with your Bears, that how his fantasy production where he was dealing now be, makes him more like the Carolina version that we've seen from time to time. All just a question of can you get the ball out fast and on time? And if Bajan can do that, look, the deep balls he threw last week, yeah, uh, I think you'll. Uh, he was bailing out on the one throw, so I'll give him a half credit, I guess, because uh, I, I don't know. I called him a pop gun arm in, the, in my anger uh, when I first was asked about it. But, yeah, for DJ Moore, it's basically him and a bunch of guys. Like, I expected more of Mooney, and you got a little bit of activity uh, last week and Cole Komet. Um, but what's funny, guys, is just to, to wrap it with the other Bears quarterback, that Justin Fields character, who may have to have surgery. Um, a number of ex-Bears have gone online and gone on the podcast and local radio, whatever, and say, so let me get this straight. You want to get rid of Justin Fields and bring in Caleb Williams. How much different is he? Aren't you just resetting with essentially the same guy well, while needing to fix a bunch of other problems? and giving up great draft capital uh, to do this, as opposed to you'll have Carolina's pick. Maybe you can trade one of those away and go find yourself three or four more uh, viable pieces for the next iteration of your squad while keeping Justin Fields in tow. I thought it was an interesting concept because everybody then compares it to Joe Bob in his basement in Chicago who wants to uh, you know, run Justin Fields out the next thing smoking. Joe Bob. He's Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, SwollenDome.com. I want your flex as a podcast. By the way, good luck with all that in Chicago with the Bears as the Ravens are in first place here in the AFC North. Mike, enjoy the rest of your total request Thursday. We'll talk to you next week. My Ravens. My Ravens. Let's go, Dave. Hey, next next week, Mike Terps Northwestern. Thrilling. Oh. <laughs> All right, there you go. You're right. You're right. Are going to get accused of cheating like Jim Harbaugh? Anyway, again. All right, Mike Harmon, later. Later, Mike. There's Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. We'll come back. Funhouse, Dolan McGraw. And then Inside Access takes over at 2. You got Thursday Night Football later on the fan. Jacksonville at New Orleans. Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haiti. Better grab an umbrella. 1057 The Fan. Video Haiti 1057 the fan tonight, Thursday night football, as we talked about at New Orleans. Spreads two and a half now in favor of the Saints. Let's get our picks in for Thursday night football. We'll do the tally tomorrow as we get into the schedule. Full detail. Vinny, who do you have in tonight's ball game? Vinny for the record in first place. Nolan's in second. And the old Bobsters, the Oakland A's right now. This one, you know, I I'm feeling. The Saints is what I'm feeling, Norm. You know, um, I just – home, it's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy. And with Lawrence with a knee brace, I don't know the movement that I have. 
and the, and the Saints have pretty good defense. If they can kind of stop Etienne a little bit, I think they'll have a chance. If Carr just please won't turn it over. Right. I should play this safe and just tail Vinny to not lose it because we don't know what the Lawrence situation is, but I do think he will play. Yeah. And I'm not going to be smart. I'm not going to do the smart thing. I'm going to take the Jaguars. I'm going to risk it, try to make up a game. Well, I'm taking Jacksonville because I'm losing. Well, Jacksonville's favorite, right? No, they're getting two oh, and a half. Yeah, two point. Yeah, two and a half underdog. Uh, so I feel as though Derek Carr will turn the ball over. And even though Jamal Williams is coming back, Alvin Kamara's the guy there. And I see, what does my psychic say? I see defense forcing a crucial turnover. Yeah, Jacksonville's going to win. A lot, of, but like Mike said, Mike Harmon, a lot of low, anticipated low scores this uh, weekend. I, I yeah, guess what'd you say the over was for this one? Uh, 40 and a half. Ooh. Yeah, and it's indoors. Ravens actually went up from 42 to 43 over the last four hours. How about that? Against the line, people are taking the over. Uh, I'm going with the over big time. All right, who's going featured artist Friday? We requested some outside the box thinking, and we do have some deep thinkers in our audience, right? Nolan, we do great, Uh a lot of good votes here. Only one can win, but I will say that I've bankrolled some of these other votes (laughs) and they will be popping up in the week. Don't worry, uh, because we did get good suggestions. But the winner for tomorrow will be George Benson. Oh, I like old George Benson. I don't recall us having him during my tenure, so no. it's not outside Just the box. Give me the night. Bob, he was... Hey, Norm, he was big night. at the cave-in. You know why he's big at the cave-in, Bob? Slow dances. George Benson. Vinny and 80, what up? 5-7, the Fed, Inside Access, coming up next month, a Thursday night football later. Let's go to the Funhouse. Quick draws, funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Start with this one here from Bruce in Reisterstown, who says, Poor clock management and a complete failure to make halftime adjustments is the hallmark of the John Harbaugh era. As Mike Tyson is famous for saying, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Was that even Tyson's quote? I hear that all the time. Or is that one of those that's been attributed to everyone? Well, for a guy that got knocked out in every one of his losses, he didn't have a plan either. Right. Yeah. Speaking from experience. Yeah, right. Norm, I I'd I'd love to talk to them and because I'm I'm guaranteeing you they say they make halftime adjustments. I'm guaranteeing they say that. Well, everyone does. I mean you yes. can't not and keep your job in the NFL. I mean that's uh, it's just ridiculous not to unless but I mean if you're kicking everybody's ass, you know, I guess the thing that you would come in and, and what you got to think about as an offensive coordinator, all right, we've scored basically on every series. What are they going to try to do to stop us? And then then that's when you've got to make adjustments. Okay, you know, you're not sure what they're going to do. And then give me a few plays and let me see what they're going to do. Then I've got to re-react to what they've changed. This one here on the Orioles, Texter says, Cedric didn't play his best baseball this year due to a groin injury or the lingering injuries all year. 
I think the injury is ultimately what cost him a real shot at the gold glove. I don't necessarily disagree with that, but that groin, it cost him 20 games, and then he came back, re-aggravated it. He had the brilliant one-man performance against Seattle, which was one of the key wins of their 2023 season. But that's a guy that I'm guessing is going to be very motivated to come back strong in 2024. And last one here from G-Man in Baltimore County. Giants fan, maybe. I guess he's a Ravens fan because he says, is there any world, is there any possibility, any scenario where the Ravens hold on to Odell Beckham Jr. beyond this season? I don't... uh... I mean, if he plays great, you know, he ends up catching 60 balls and he finishes strong, you know, possibly. But I'm guessing probably not. But then all of a sudden, you know, where's what's Bateman's deal? And, you know, I mean, the only ones you can count on for sure is Flowers and, and Andrews. Yeah, he ain't coming back for $15 million a no. year. No, well, that's no, no. The, the double-edged sword. If he plays well, you want to re-sign him, but it'll be expensive. If he doesn't play well or he's injured, you don't want him in the first place. Well, I'd rather re-sign Clowney for next year. He's making the vet minimum, you know. Speedy and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We're back tomorrow. We got uh, statistical breakdown. We got keys. We're going to do our picks. We'll talk about the baseball playoffs. Two games tonight. We got college football fun. We got Ohio State against Penn State, a game you can hear on 105.7 The Fan, and everything else that takes place over the next 24 hours. For Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, I'm Bob Haney. Stay safe. Stay healthy. We'll talk to you in the morning. For now, I'm Clash Smith. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.